Hey guys, your host Steve V here of Tags Live. And do you know what the largest organ on my body is? Well, you're pretty close actually, but not quite. Here's an interesting thing. The largest organ on our human body is actually our skin. Did you also know that skin is the number one non-latex condom brand in the world? It's made with skin feel, a revolutionary non-latex polyisoprene material that is soft and comfortable, designed for the most natural fit and feel. Get it? The name skin? I'm asking you to feel. Choose to feel everything. Visit skin.com to learn more. That's S-K-Y-N.com. Tonight's episode, episode 248 of Tags Live, is also sponsored by Manscaped. Get prepared this St. Patrick's Day with Manscaped. If you're going to get a little lucky, that is. Manscaped, you know, is our global leader for below-the-waist grooming and the official sponsor of Tags here. So to ensure you have the best tools for your family jewels, Visit manscaped.com and use our code TAGS, T-A-G-S, for 20% off and free international shipping. Here we go. Welcome. You're watching TAGS Live. I'm your host, Steve V. Talk about gay sex, the live version. This is episode 248 on this Wednesday night. We are here every Wednesday night on the Get Vocal platform on the Connection Zone. We welcome everybody that's tuning in from our pre-show, all of our fans that are looking at it now, everybody that listens to the show. Welcome. And I hello to my co-host, my BFF, Cody Marie Staggett. How are you? That's me. Hello, darling. I'm doing well. How are you doing tonight? Cheers. Cheers. I got yes. a bigger I got a bigger straw. Well, and... you like sucking more than I do. Wait, what? Yeah. Where did that go? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not you're not wrong on that, really. <laughs> sorry, um, I'm sorry. I couldn't let it go. <laughs> you could not. And I'm not mad at it on this Wednesday night. Uh, for all of you listening to Tag's podcast that comes out on Tuesday, you'll know that I was talking about our health, how important that is. And I had my colonoscopy yesterday because I turned 50. And it's one of those things like, happy birthday, you're 50, get a colonoscopy. <laughs> no, not in that order. We, uh, we <laughs> did have some fun in Mexico as well. Um, but yes. all good. I can report all good. There was a, the tiniest of one polyp, according to my Ooh. doctor, that um, tiny. Like We all, okay. I think, get them. And he said mm -hmm. it was microcosmic, removed it. And he said he'll see me in five years. So... Okay. Yeah. Good news. I Getting woke to, I woke up from that nap because you know they put you out. Okay. And I woke up immediately and was fix like fixing my hair <laughs> and opening my eyes. Did up you drool? Is what I wanted because know. I kept hearing people ahead of me. They, this is a system they got going in there. All there right. Was two people ahead of me, and by ahead of me, I mean a gurney <laughs> where they're lined up. My gurney as I'm lying there is right next to the door they said oh doctor i'm not gonna say his name but is right there and you're next they open it up lady gaga's playing and the radio in there <laughs> the nurse that is perfect they the know the audience comes out she's like oh are you our next victim i mean our next page i said yes no I she did not <laughs> she didn't say that but <laughs> you might as well have so then they 
you know, because they sedate you, right? With they okay. put you under a little bit, and all I'm hearing is, let's just. It was a woman, right? So, Mary, wake up, Mary, 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 wake up, wake up, Mary. Ma not and Mary. I had heard from not Mary, Mary, <laughs> Mary. Like, <laughs> and the person before that. Charles, Charles, wake up. Charles, Charles, wake up. Because, you know, okay. they're panicking like, this motherfucker better wake up or, or else. Right? Like, so I was convinced I'm going to go under, but I am like going to wake up immediately. So okay. I, so as they gave me, they found <laughs> the, the plans you make. They found <laughs> the vein, this vein here uh -huh. in my hand. Because oh, no. I have veiny hands, which I actually don't mind that. I kind of like my veiny hands. Shout out to everybody that has veiny hands. But, and so they put that, that's where they gave me the IV to put me under. And mm -hmm. when I could, I told the doctor, I said, oh, I'm feeling relaxed. Was the last thing I remember saying, ow. They did whatever they want on the back door. And then when okay. all I heard was Steve, and I was like... Yes. Hi. How did it go? Is everything good? I'm like fixing my hair. I'm doing my opening my eyes, my eyelashes up to make sure because uh -huh. I did not want to be Mary and Charles. And I, I, You'll always be my Mary, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they oh, rolled me man. off. I was getting in my clothes. I got the 411 that I'm okay. Everything's good. I ran off and got a bagel sandwich. I was happy and Oh, everything was good. So, anyways, beautiful. Glad to yes. hear. Yes. Oh my goodness. All good on that. Okay. Well, let's get into this week's hot gay sex topics. And in the news is a guy who's in there twice. He's a news anchor, and I don't know if you've heard of him, Cody, before tonight. But there's a news anchor by the name of Blake McCoy, and he's been in the news twice. So one reason he's been in the news recently was because he posted on Twitter that he was suspended for fat shaming okay. in a tweet. So gay DC area news anchor Blake McCoy, he's been suspended from his job after facing criti criticism over a tweet about COVID-19 vaccine eligibility. Quote, mm -hmm. I'm annoyed obese people of all ages get priority access before all essential workers. McCoy, who works for WTTG, a local Fox affiliate, tweeted Tuesday yeah. when most, quote, when most stayed home, we went into work every day last March, April, May, and every day since putting ourselves and loved ones at risk. Comment later on loved ones as we have a different story to follow up on that. Vaccinate yep. all essential workers, then obese. Can you believe he posted that? Michael, Vaccinate what? all people, then obese. Obesity, by the way, is one of the, uh, the pre-existing conditions that permits Americans to receive early rounds of vaccines for COVID-19 in some states. And that's, yes. a, I think, a specific number that, um, you know, and the risk factors have been shown to triple the risk of hospitalization from the novel, novel coronavirus, according to yes. the CDC. Um, he, this wasn't the only time he was in the news. So apparently, and I'm not exactly 100% <laughs> sure in the timeline, but I think on his break, Blake McCoy went, had a, something go viral on his Insta story McCoy, what? so McCoy alleges he was hacked 
after posting uh-huh. a full fucking video, although it's not clear whether he's the top or bottom, but it's presumed he's the top. And I showed you uh, the story, and it's kind of skinny, his dick, right? It's it's long, but you skinny. didn't show me that. You didn't. Sh- I didn't see the oh, video. Oh, well, we'll post too. it on tagspodcast.com. <laughs> you said you you showed me the story. I was like, I wish he would have showed me the video. <laughs> so apparently, McCoy, who isn't out or wasn't before the incident, has had rumors swirl around about his sexuality for a while. Commenting okay. on the video, he said, "Quote: Don't let people borrow your phones. Not funny. Sorry, guys." Although many on social really yeah, I know, right? And so many on social <laughs> media are claiming the post wasn't a friend, noting that McCoy seems to be replying to every tweet, even mentioning him. What a week for this guy, McCoy. For who? I know. <laughs> I mean, I already forgot his Blake name. McCoy. <laughs> First of all, I mean, sloppy, right? sloppy to say so sloppy so ridiculous like who says the things that he said i i agree that you should vaccinate all essential workers but like why before why is he putting down obese people why why all of that that's not it's unnecessary and you shouldn't have to put other people down to raise yourself up that's it's the worst thing you could do i agree i mean why did that have to come out? Uh, yeah, that it's it was so hateful towards and and you know you we talk about cancel culture a lot in society right mm-hmm. now and and people are so quick to cancel you out. I don't care if he's gay, not gay. It doesn't even matter to me. When who cares? Just get the vaccine when it's your turn and. And rule number one, don't spout out hate on an on a on a group of people that's hateful. It's not that hard. It's almost like think about what your mother told you, the ABCs of life. Don't say anything about that's it right. to your neighbor. Respect. If you don't have anything nice to say, come sit next to me, but don't say anything. <laughs> exactly. I Whisper mean it in my in Cody's ear. <laughs> when you have a coveted job like that, a an anchor position, don't get on Twitter and spout out things like that. I just think he that's such a improper way to use your platform. Oh, for sure. And then and, was and with, oh go ahead. Yeah. With social media social media and camera phones, it's it's just allowing us to hold people more accountable nowadays. So cause people don't let things slide now and things can go viral and it can get picked up in so many different ways. So you just, you know, learn. I'm not saying that canceling people is the way to go, but I am saying that it's holding people. I think what you you said to me in our pre-production meeting, accountability culture, because it, and that's what I think it should lean towards, because if somebody is makes a gen, uh, genuine mistake, then I agree that if they hold themselves accountable and they do the things that move them towards growth and progression and more understanding, then then 
they should be allowed to come back into our society. I, we excommunicating people in this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You know, he's a news anchor, right? Albeit on yeah. Fox, right? Where sometimes they oh, lose focus in DC. He's about to get fired anyway. But the thing is, he well, he's been suspended. What we do, what we do on our podcast, and what we're doing for our upcoming Tags TV pilot that we've already shot is called it's what's called infotainment so it's Mm -hmm. we're not journalists by any means but we have a we're opinion-based content and we if we were having a conversation we might be able to say something like that but we could get slammed by our audience why right (laughs) he's essentially a journalist though yeah and no one asked for his opinion on whether or not he thinks obese people should be in get ahead get the vaccine ahead of him no one asked for that yeah. commentary and it's just only going to support the news let's just move on to the fact that then either when he was when he was um restricted from fox that he somehow let a di- him fucking another guy happen wow that is not. It, that was the purpose but Cody, you, you know on that. an instagram story where i i take quite umbrage to this whole thing because of the fact that we were our first tags podcast when we called it talk about gay sex almost anything we posted we got shut down and here and it would have been just like half the time it was like maybe my butt was showing or maybe Uh it was a little bit too low down my crotch okay well you know we're talking about gay sex we don't do that anymore in tags podcast and we had to rebuild our Instagram followers. I love I the followers now, but I think the whole thing is that it, how does he, and it always seems like the white guys, sorry, white people are listening, but how, <laughs> how do you have such a platform like that, that you let you fucking another guy get and blame it on somebody else, get on your Insta story. What were your thoughts when you saw that? I just know it wasn't an accident. Like I know, really no. I feel it. I feel it in my bones that it was not an accident. It was a publicity stunt. He's just so he in- could have his name in the. No, I, I think it was like an it accident. Was. I don't. I really, really, honestly well, don't. Cody, here's the thing about him. He's not a hundred percent out. This Blake McCoy anchor well, that we're talking about. So, do you think it was but, a publicity stunt? And now we're stunt? talking about him. And I googled we, his name, and and I want to see the sex tape, and now I'm I just want to know all Jen about. Jen says him, he's but not starting a, a second co- career <laughs> in porn. <laughs> yeah, he thought it was OnlyFans. Queen says, <laughs> you know when you know I got to tell you, we've got a lot of accounts to manage, and they're all tags podcasts though, except for our Patreon yes. account, and it does get a little dicey, although. I'm I double check my I double I cross like Elliot with two T's to bring up I was gonna I bring cross him up. my T's and check and dot my eyes before I post. And yes. I don't know how you let something go out like that. Cause I've got some stuff on my phone that is out there. But the thing is I'm not a Fox News news anchor. I'm a host of a, a podcast that's called talk about gay sex so even if something did get out it would be oh well i mean yeah 
what are you going to say about me? I talk about sex. I'm open. I The whole sh- Empire Tags Podcast is about gay sex. You don't so have anything right on, on me. It's on brand. <laughs> Blake McCoy's brand is not about him and his skinny ass dick fucking his boy. And I'm just going to say it. It's a skinny yep. dick. It's pointy kind of pencil dick. I can't wait to see it. I still want to <laughs> see it. <laughs> He's still canceled in my eyes, but I still want to see it. <laughs> I'll post this. Um, for those of you like watching right now, uh, I'm going to post it in our comments section so you guys get it. I just and it is in there so you guys can check it out i will let us know what you think about him it reminds me though real quick we just got a shout out to alex beresford who is the weatherman in britain's uk morning show where piers morgan Mm -hmm. he was um alex called out piers the other day because Piers was going off on Meghan Markle about he didn't believe what she was saying. Everything she said was lies in her interview with Oprah Winfrey. And shout out to Alex Beresford, not only because he called out Piers and Piers is no longer on Good Morning UK, but because Mm -hmm. he's so hot. He's straight. But did you see his body? He is gorgeous. He's my new crush, my new UK crush. And I know that he's straight, but he's still my baby's daddy. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I am adopting his kids. I don't know. (laughs) Check out the link. I posted it in our link right there so you can check out Alex's body. But before I even knew he had a hot body, wow. I mean, pretty bold to stand up to peers. And then to see that he's so hot and your baby daddy i'm <laughs> not mad at him yeah wow me either i am not mad at him and to make well not to make but to to add to the fire of like pierce brosnan i mean not pierce brosnan pierce morgan <laughs> you knew you were gonna make that mistake <laughs> it was either gonna be megan Meghan markle or megan megan markle oh man and, Pier- and it's peers p-i-e-r peers yeah. Oh, and did you see the hashtag that they're doing? Um, bring no. back peers. Bring back peers. But it's spelled, and they're posting pictures of actual peers. <laughs> it, it's how that, like the docks on the sea, and it's amazing. So, get. I have to post a pic of my favorite, my um, of Atlantic City's pier. So, Bobby get ready said, for that, you I guys. like his nips. Of of, I'm assuming you're talking about. Uh, Alex is Burrisfield's nips, right? Yes. Bobby. Yes. Okay, good. And not McCoy. Bobby is gorgeous. Not Blake McCoy's. We're throwing all out a lot of names at you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would actually like to uh, put in here about Elliot with two T's. I said something about cancel culture being kind of toxic, and maybe if we allow people to grow, Elliot. I have to give Elliot with two T's was just in a scandal with like my his microaggressions for, for saying uh racist racist thing i'm using quotes here about uh season 13 sisters so he actually is doing the work he was in a microaggression sensitive sensitivity training with Roxanne McCoy who is the president of the NAACP in Vegas and Latoya Holman from the National Equal Rights Advocacy i love so that he's doing the work he's 
getting on the right track to actually learn more and grow from these mistakes. So cancel culture should not be about just excommunicating people and not letting them back. If they do the work, then they it, it should be used as a learning tool and a growth tool. Thank you for bringing that to my attention because I didn't know about that story of, on how he had had sent those things. And oh no, but, I thought we discussed this before. No, I don't think we had. But I think the the thing I love you reporting back that he's done the work, and I think yeah. that sounds like serious work that he's done. To and you know work is ongoing, but we never really report on the people doing the work. And I think it's worth noting. I think that's really great that you did that. So thanks for that. Thank you, Bill. Thank you. Well, we've got to move on to a cancel Jensen. <laughs> <laughs> and Jen also said until it's Donald Donald Dump. Okay. So yeah, she's she is actually she can go to Lonely Island by herself. <laughs> hey guys, Steve V here. Hope you're enjoying episode 248 of Tags Live. And like I started the show off, St. Patrick's Day is just around the corner. And we hope that you are getting a little luck of the draw with Manscaped. I know as spring is coming and there's a vaccination around the corner for all of us, we are all gearing up to get on up out there and get lucky. That is, whether it's on the apps or you're going to be going out a little bit more in the parks, meeting guys here and there, however we choose to meet them, we want to look our best, right? Manscaped has got us covered you are in luck because manscaped performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle this really is the best package you can get to groom all of your manscaping needs just to let you know what's included is the weed whacker it's an ear and nose hair trimmer which is waterproof it uses about 900 rpm motor powered 360 degree rotary dual blade system i love this thing you will never have a nose hair in view in sight also in this package is the lawnmower 3.0 trimmer tooted as the best trimmer on the market for your balls butt and body i love this well their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade so you reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology you'll feel confident shaving your thunder down under some of my favorite products in this package are the crop preserver and the Crop Reviver Ball Toner, all designed to maximize your ball hygiene routine. The Preserver I put on when I get out of the shower and I'm good to go, but when I am out and about all day long, I just keep the Crop Reviver Ball Toner in my backpack, so if I meet somebody, and I might get a little lucky over there. The performance package is the best value that Manscaped has to offer. You'll get two free gifts in this package as well, the boxers and the shed travel bag. So what are you waiting for? You can get 20% off the performance package plus free shipping using our code TAGS, T-A-G-S, at manscaped.com. Also, every purchase at manscaped.com goes towards contributions made to the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. Again, get 20% off, free shipping, use our code TAGS, T-A-G-S, go to manscaped.com. Well, it's time for our weekly segment that we've started since we started uh, Tags Live, and it's called Vulnerable Voices, started by Yay. a friend of mine, a neighbor of mine, who gave me the idea, thank you, to him. And we asked the question this week, 
when to let go, when to let go. And, you know, it's funny because when I first brought this up to you in our pre-production meeting, you were immediately (laughs) like, and even in our pre-show on IG stories, you were like, oh, letting go is brings tears to my eyes and it's funny because i think i'm always somebody that thinks of moving on and moving on can be a positive experience and it's about a reawakening at times but i we'll talk a little bit about letting go and how it can be to your point sad yeah and just some thoughts, Cody, on loss and when you've had to let go and in recent times, anything mm-hmm. you want to share? Well, when I was younger, it was much, much, much easier. We moved around a lot when I was a kid. So just being adaptable and not really speaking to friends that I had made in other states. We moved around states. We moved around. I want to say countries, but probably not. <laughs> um, so when you live that nomad life, you get to you get to kind of learn how to be more adaptable. But as I grew up older and certain relationships outside of like my natural born family became more substantial, I feel like I became more resistant to change. So I have a hard time letting go now. You know, it's funny because you just brought up a vivid memory of when I was a kid, my grandmother, I lived in Northern California. My grandmother lived in Southern and she would come visit us. And whenever she would come visit us, we would have the greatest time. I love my grandma, grandma, grandma Mercy, um, as we as her name is Seves Mercy. And when she would leave, I I have a vivid memory just right now when you stated that Mm -hmm. of me crying every single time we would drive her to the airport. It was I would always cry. And, you know, I would obviously get over it, but I was a really emotional kid in a lot of ways. I presented one front to the world. Mm -hmm. And in many of my friends, I was a star gymnast and and did well in school, but I was very emotional when I would come home. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of those experiences taught me to, with a lot of the work that we do now, is to be a lot more open. But yeah, I mean, loss of life in general can be a whole big thing. Um, That is, I have a lot to say about that. What about a loss of a path that you've, have you ever had to, have you ever had a path? We're going to go through the different, we're going to get to sex in a minute on, on, on how that, but, but wait for that one. We're going to go do this tough stuff first, right? Yeah, the tough stuff. (laughs) Let's do the work and we get to the fun, the icing on the cake, the, the cum on the, (laughs) (laughs) on the cake. Yes. Sticky and sweet. comes a little later but the cream in the donut okay <laughs> you said it but have you ever had um a life path that you've chosen that you've had to say goodbye to well i'll start first on this okay. and you know i used to want to be an actor for so long and mm-hmm. all my work for a long time i dreamed of being an actor i, I was going to go into radio at one point in san francisco california and then mm-hmm. my even my program director said you need to be in front of the camera not almost squashing my radio dreams okay although we're kind of coming back this is sort of radio and not i know it's so strange but i love that funny how life comes full circle love that and 
I did do the the time that I was in LA really pursuing would have been 1998 into 2000 and I had some mm-hmm. you know some successes here and there but it was it was definitely not I've talked about it on the show before except LGBT as much as it is now. And although I wasn't trying to be gay or not, I had management that was trying to make me straighter appearing. I, of course, there weren't a lot of roles. So people were trying to make, because just by the mere fact of the color of my skin, making me be the drug dealer or the gang member head. And you know me, Cody, and a good actor is a good actor. And maybe I'm just not, and maybe I'm just not that good of act in an actor, and it's a good thing I went and didn't. But I don't think I exude gang member and and those things. And so, as you can imagine, I had some successes. It just didn't amount to let's continue with this. And I had yeah. to let say goodbye or when to let go. I let go of that dream mm-hmm. and moved on because I did because of the timing i feel like now i think i would actually be a great actor but yeah and who knows there might be some you know i'm, what? I'm acting I, all the it's, time <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame you had to be you were like pigeonholed like that but because i think that you're capable of so much more there's like such a scope and a breadth of what people are capable of so i believe in the power of possibility so like you never know what you could have done and but i'm glad that you found this path. So I did what you were saying. Yes. That's it. That's it. That's all I want to, oh. I mean, have you had a direction uh, where you've had to kind of pivot on a life path? So n- not really. I'm not, yeah, I'd said in the beginning, you were going to be frustrated with me because I feel like everybody should be frustrated with me because I have such a hard time letting go of things. Now as an adult, I don't feel like, I had, there's a time when I feel like I haven't, I have to let go of a career path because I, my hopes and my dreams, I'm pretty certain about them. They have evolved and they're, they're ever changing, especially as the time change. I will say that I do get complacent as far as when I was bartending, uh, I was just afraid to, to succeed or to fail at something that I really, really wanted so much. So that outside is, of your bartending world. Yes. So I want, of course, I'm very passionate about music. I'm very passionate. I was passionate about acting, but now that's kind of like, if it, the opportunity presents itself, then I, I would go back and see what it was available to me. But I got really complacent with bartending and I didn't really pursue my, the music to the extent that I could have or that I should have. And just because I was afraid to fail. So I, I found it very, very hard to let that go. Got it. But you ultimately yeah. have moved on to a new path in some yeah. ways. I'm here with you. I'm okay. doing life coaching now. I, I know. Am, I'm focused on on making new music. So look out for that. So... Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to a little more juicier things on when to let go. And have you been in a relationship ever? I'll start off my story. Have I been in a relationship when I knew I needed to let go? And the one thing that came to mind was there's been a couple people that I've been with that I found myself getting caught up in the relationship. Uh And whether or not I allowed it to happen, whether or not the person 
pushed a little quicker for me to get into this relationship and all of a sudden I'm in this relationship and it's like spinning mm -hmm. for me, but I don't know. I don't remember recalling choosing being in it. Mm -hmm. I, I've been in that situation a few too many oh, wow. times where I've let it go on when I wasn't sure I really even wanted to be in this relationship. And so I think it's why I'm really? single more now and happy to okay. be single these days and not so quick to jump into anything is because for so long I allowed myself to accept someone's storyline for me and dictate someone's storyline of a relationship. And all of a sudden, I, before I knew it, I was involved and I didn't really want to be. And now I'm a little bit more quick to enjoy my freedom and it's been really easy in this pandemic to do that lately yeah. and I'm still not ready, but because everything I'm doing right now, I'm so happy with and health is so important to me. As I just talked about at the, uh, the onset of this show, health is so important. My family is so important to me and my work is so important to me. And my work yeah. happens to often involve some of my favorite people like you. So Aww. I get, I know. So Likewise. I'm getting, but so we'll see, but I'm open to it, but things will be different as, as, um, I think I'm not afraid to let go of, of that. Oh, and nice. I'm, yeah, so we'll see though, Robert, but I'm open Robert, to it. How about yourself? Now, always really, I was going to say now, but no, it's really been always, <laughs> Uh, this is the only time that I am okay, that I am quick to let something go is in a relationship. If I see that something is toxic or that it's not for me, I am, I get rid of it so quick. It's not even funny. It's, yeah. Yeah. I, I had, okay. So I dated this guy one time. Well, I've dated lots and lots and lots of guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this particular instance, he showed signs of alcohol alcoholism and and like abuse of 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 other substances and it was in the early stages of our relationship and it it threw up several red flags for me especially because I, it's something that I've dealt with in my family before so he showed up at my my bartending job and he was Obliterated. Oh, uh, 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 <laughs> uh, uh, do not mess with my job. He I don't was, care if it's a job between things. Obliterated. And he was so high and it was it was not cute. And oh. he was with his friends and they were all in the, in same, the same state. In the same state, but they were not as bad as your boy. Yeah, they were not as out there as he was. And they How did they you handle it? Okay, so they left him there with me, and I was like finishing Thanks. up. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> They're so, like, you know what? We're out. <laughs> and when I have to deal with things like that, I immediately sober up. It's just a defense mechanism that I have and that I've learned over time. Well, you Again, were working, because, so you were sober. Oh. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That—that's oh. right. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm a bartender. I—I <laughs> I have a couple of drinks during work. <laughs> uh huh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, you got to test the product. Come on now. <laughs> that's true. Good point. <laughs> so, I sobered up really quickly, um, 
And then I took him home. I took him back to his home, of course. And it was rough, Steve. I basically had to carry him home. Oh, it was horrible. And then I got him home. I put him in bed. I slept over. And then in the morning, I was just, I told him, you know, that was really scary what happened last night. And I think after that, we only text maybe about twice. And I just completely shut him out. Yeah. I probably could have handled it a little bit different and kind of supported him through it. But my initial instinct was just to to debt it because it was got, it wasn't looking good. Yeah, when you get those signs, those red flags, yeah. when they're hitting you in the head, like yeah. boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I had some a similar situation with the guy oh, really? on a hookup on Scruff. Oh, that we went on a couple dates. We met sexually out mm-hmm. and about, and then. Went on a couple dates. It didn't work out really. Just conversationally, I decided it wasn't a thing that wasn't working for me. Okay. But And I thought we were done. But every time I would go on Scruff, he would hit me <laughs> up. And then I was thinking, oh, okay, well, he did have a nice cock. And maybe okay. it could be oh, sex he's, even. He's pulling you back in. <laughs> but it turned into every time I would talk to him, the last straw that... Because it would always get nasty with him on there, on his part. And the last straw was when I said, well, do you want to get together? What what would you want to do sexually? And we went through the different things. I said, "What?" he said, well, what do you want to do? I said, well, I would want to do this. Uh How about you? And he said, that's cool. I'll do whatever. And I said, you're right. But don't you have an opinion on what you'd want to do? You have to have an opinion. Everybody has to have an opinion. You have to know. And he said, I don't care. I don't have an opinion. And when he said that, that Stepford, like robotic kind of thing, I said, oh, that's all I need to know. Goodbye. Good riddance. And I still didn't block him because I don't block people. I'm just, what? I've never blocked anybody. And I know I've, we're I block blocking. people when they get crazy. Like if People they block people at the drop thing. of a hat. No, I no, can no, say I the word. I, like to, I can say I like the wrong to, word and you'd block me. But no, 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 I don't no, block I like people. I like compliments, so I don't block people. <laughs> I don't She's block. an attention whore. <laughs> if they I don't say really go on. or disgusting, that's when I block them. Go ahead, what are going to say? Well, that behavior to me, that sort of flatlined, I don't really care kind of <laughs> attitude was scary to me because you have to care. Like yeah. people, like I have to shake, you have to, everybody in my world has to care. We have to... Even if you're sad and down, you care. It was that flatliner thing. And I thought, that's it. That's all for me. I, I don't, we'll never ever reach out to him again. I yeah. still won't block him, but okay. for now, but he may be the first person I ever block. <laughs> oh, well, ever. keep us, keep us posted. Keep us posted. I will we keep you know. posted on that <laughs> when I go back on, when I decide to make another debut back on uh, Scruff. making her <laughs> debut on Scruff. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Stevie Rodriguez here on a quick break with a question for you. Are you ready to feel? Let me rephrase that. Are you ready to feel again? 
I'm talking about the sun on your face and skin as you're in the park or sitting on the beach. As you know, spring and summer 2021 is on its way. Are you ready to hug somebody, hold someone's hand, touch someone's skin when we get a vaccine? And are you ready to touch and feel somebody? And I mean touch and feel once we get that vaccine in the bedroom. I'm assuming, like me, you've checked all the boxes, D, all the above. Well, with all of that, let's move forward because Skin, S-K-Y-N, creates products for those who know what they want and who are not afraid to demand it. Those who choose, like I was just telling you, to feel everything not just in the bedroom, but in life. Skin products are designed using the very latest technology to help you and your partner, you and that person you met on the app earlier, create a truly intimate sexual experience. From condoms to lubes to toys, skin products embody our mission to feel everything. With skin, you don't have to choose between great sex and safe sex. You know, Skin is the number one non-latex condom brand in the world. Made from skin feel, this is a revolutionary non-latex polyisoprene material which makes the condoms noticeably softer and provide a more natural fit and feel. They're proven to enhance stimulation. Skin condoms are ideal for people with latex allergies or latex sensitivity. So I'm asking you, do you want to feel Choose to feel everything. Visit skin.com and learn more. That's skyn.com. Thank you for participating in Vulnerable Voices. We are back next week with that segment. Moving on to some hot gay sex topics is a Reddit story called entitled Am I in the right? Am I in the right being frustrated or annoyed by my boyfriend's quote-unquote straight roommate friend? So a person writes, I've been seeing my boyfriend for about seven to eight months now, being more serious in the last six or so months, and we get along really well, except where his friend is concerned. Honestly, when I first met his roommate friend, I thought he was an ex was really shocked when my boyfriend said he's straight <laughs> when he told me that i wrote off the bond i was seeing at just a deep friendship given how long they've known each other but there's just too many things to ignore i swear he's into so the guy writes i swear he's into my boyfriend and he damn well acts like he's his boyfriend at times for example on valentine's day he bought him flowers and a gift what yes if my boyfriend mentions a sore neck or shoulder his friend just automatically starts rubbing it oh, he's, he's literally it. <laughs> he's literally stopped what he's doing to do to do so even if i'm walking over to do the same he's even complained that he doesn't get to cuddle with my boyfriend anymore because of me being a child <laughs> it goes on it's i love these reddits because they kind of go on and i'm it seems like he's constantly trying to meddle in things or keep us from being physical if we're at their place for example if we're in my boyfriend's room watching something he'll knock with an excuse to see what we're watching then literally wedge himself into the bed with us 
wedge himself into the bed with us without i mean which, just make it a three-way at, at this point <laughs> well so he writes which the knocking is a new thing as he's used to walk in though he still does at times claiming he's forgotten he also used to and still occasionally just walks into the bathroom when we're in the shower they have their own bathrooms, yet he'll make excuses of, oh, I need toothpaste or blank. And it only stopped after bickering about it with my boyfriend, which that's not even the worst part. So the worst part, which I love this thing. I love this show. We get to talk about these things. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I get to be shocked and disgusted every single week. So thank you. The worst part is when I w- when I was in the shower alone and he thought it was my boyfriend. He came into the bathroom saying I was using all the hot water. So he was getting in. No. Yes. I didn't read that part. I've so the guy says he's talked to his boyfriend about it and he still insists that it, his friend is straight and that they are just really close with no boundaries. That is that his friend isn't doing these things intentionally. He thinks I'm making too much about it and need to just deal that he's sick of challenging his friendship because I'm uncomfortable. No, they need boundaries. So this guy finally <laughs> asked the question to others Am I on the ride? Is, is this what your boyfriend's friend wouldn't? Wouldn't you be frustrated too? The comments are hilarious on, on oh, yeah. this story. You can imagine. What were your first thoughts, Cody, when you heard all this? He, um, that, that the roommate is he, sexuality <laughs> is a spectrum. Okay. Wait, can I? Can I? When we stop you, Queen says change the locks. <laughs> Mouth gaping opal on open. the front door, so he could not. So he's he's locked out of the house now. He can't get in the house anymore. <laughs> Kick that motherfucker out of the house. <laughs> It's you know what it sounds like to me is a is one of those bad lifetime movies. Oh, uh, like the, uh, the, my, the, my... the straight roommate <laughs> with in in quotes, not air quotes, quotes. And it would be that when you the love white female almost. Wouldn't you love a gay lifetime movie? Be honest. <gasps> Do you not find yourself Let's watching a lifetime it. movie? I I watch. I no, find myself. I don't. Oh, I scroll through them and I tape every fifth one and i just love to see with toy spelling right now it's always like unknowns and <laughs> with vivica fox vivica fox she's in all of them <laughs> girl oh my god she got a contract that i'm not mad she at she has a whole deal and i am not i'm angry. trying to get my contract over there in lifetime <laughs> when we get our tags tv up on running and i will gladly play the big brother the other the the police detective i will finally be the the gang member that you always wanted to be be hollywood i will play but with the heart of gold that's saving everybody yes i agree with you but could you not see that i mean what what were your thoughts on this sexuality is a spectrum this guy is probably curious and he is finding affection in the wrong places the in the wrong places and with, well, with someone that is in a relationship currently and it's not healthy and he probably should go out to the clubs and explore his sexuality there. And it's really, it's kind of actually sad because he doesn't know who he is or what he wants from his, from his sexual life. <laughs> what so. does Jen say? <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't ask Jen. She's. <laughs> She's just, you can't even nice. read it. <laughs> I can't. Jen says, "Boy, bye." He has had them buns done before, so basically, he he you has know, already had gay sex before, and he wants more. He wants the D again. I kind of so. hate to say it because recently we were talking about the new Gallup poll on our tags podcast, and I think I was talking to you about it too. On more than ever before, more Americans identify as LGBT is yeah. the Gallup poll than ever before. But at the top of the list, when they really break it down, is the Gen Zers which are mm -hmm. 19 to, oh, shoot, I me. had it. To me. No, you're not a Gen Zer, bitch. <laughs> I don't have it. But they started like 19. And so the Gen Zers, though, of the world, I, in, in talking to my friend who's been in this tumultuous relationship recently, who's with a Gen Zer, and his crew, all the stories I had to hear of the his boyfriend's friends that are all Gen Zers and gay, that okay. are not abiding by social distancing, that have convinced themselves Ooh. that they all have have had the COVID and Immunity. are and are doing like parties of 40 and more that I think sometimes really in that green. crew, I'm I admire the Gen Zers for their label less for. community. Mm hmm in some ways and their openness that they have okay. but in other ways i feel there's this sense of they need to live and be more experienced yeah and i think when stories like this come out that i feel there's a little bit of a sense of entitlement in in some ways i'm not sure what do you think i think i agree that they, that as growing up, they they they're so much more open. They know so much more. I partially due to the the internet. Yeah. But I think that they like seeing something on the internet and living it are two completely different things. Yeah. So I agree that they they probably need to just live a little bit more. Well, let us know what you be think. So callous. Yeah, let us know what you think. Well, in further Reddit news, and I love Reddit. It's just so fun Here to find go. these because I follow this LGBT one, and it's super fun to weigh in on some of these things. And they asked the question on these. So the next one is a confusing condition. It's I've been seeing this guy for a few months now, and it's been going really well. We do oral sex at most. He told me he was ready to have anal sex with me, provided... I'm not having sex with anyone else to minimize the risk. You know where this is okay. going because you know the other guy was having mm -hmm. sex already. I understand where he's coming from. We're both on prep. I do occasionally, I love this part, I do occasionally have sex with other people, but we haven't spoken about this yet. Mm -hmm. Is it weird that he's fine to perform oral sex but not anal sex if I'm sleeping with other people? Not really sure how I feel, but I was hoping to get other people's perspective on the matter. So is it weird, Cody, that he's, he, so he's asking the question, is it weird that his boyfriend is performing, giving him head, mm -hmm. but not anal sex? And do you so, think that he really needs to be honest with his boyfriend that he's sleeping with other people? Because to me... He needs to tell him he's sleeping with other people and he's confusing oral sex with 
for some people, anal sex is a whole thing. It's a lot more intimate. It is, but you can still catch STIs from oral sex. And that's the bottom line. And that's the line I'm, I'm standing at. Um, he, sh- he, should, <clears throat> he should definitely tell his, the guy that he's dating that he's sleeping with other people. It's just, it'll make things much cleaner. Uh, I know that emotions are involved. Literally because and- of the anal sex, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll make things much easier. It'll it'll allow the the partner to know where they are standing in their relationship. Yeah, it's interesting you, know you said that because somebody, uh, Johnny Proton on the thread says, it's confusing okay. for you. He's talking to the person that wrote this. It's confusing for you. Because you haven't told him you're having sex with yeah. other guys. If he'd had this information from the start, he'd likely wouldn't have brought it up and probably wouldn't be sucking your dick. That needs to be the first thing you discuss with him. Not only does he deserve to know, but once he does know, he may not want to discuss the other stuff. Interesting point. Yeah. I like that. Thanks, Johnny Proton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, he, what we're going to go say- ahead. So basically let let the guy know where you are in the re- as far as the relationship is concerned. If you're not ready to be in a monogamous relationship, don't allow yourself to be in a monogamous relationship and don't confuse the other person. Don't uh be duplicitous in your actions as far as dating or concern. Yeah, to me, it sounds like you have to have a conversation. Are we exclusive or not? And it's such a basic thing that two people have. Like, do you want to, are we, is this casual? It's such an easy thing to bring up. If we're cool with that, then I am too. And if not, you want to be exclusive. That's a whole different thing. In there comes what we will do. And different people have different things that they consider intimate so for some Mm -hmm. people believe it or not anal i've heard like fucking or anal intercourse whatever you want to call it is intimate and they only want to do that it it requires that's the first date for me from a (laughs) physical okay (laughs) me too back in the day but (laughs) before coronavirus (laughs) you know what one person what, what a guy an interesting thing just to share a little tidbit about a guy that um, was one of my long standing boys from the 90s. And then I think I talked about it recently. We reconnected in okay. later years. The one thing that he was really holding his court on was not, not anal intercourse. He would have mm-hmm. that, but whether, and we were both on prep, so we weren't using condoms, right? at the time but it was the intimacy for him was he wouldn't release come in my butt like to to him that was only with somebody that you were totally i love you stage of the game and isn't that interesting like and i I was i had to take myself back (laughs) when you told me that because i was i was in full judgment mode when you told me that because that's that is for for me and in my mindset 
that's full on porn star mode right there. Like, Where, what do you mean? Cre- cream pieing, cream pieing. So I feel like, and to him, it was, and for for it's an act of love. I, I need to get more you. in that. Me- I, I need to get more you. in that mentality. <laughs> it's so interesting. He's, it's so I think what it really comes down to is communication and finding out where someone's yeah, at. This sure. guy just needs to talk to him. I'm hey, I've been fucking around. FYI, and if so, here's where I'm at. But if you want yeah. to be exclusive, let's have that conversation. And maybe they don't, maybe they're on different pages. Maybe one wants to be exclusive, and that's why he's stating all that. And maybe the other one wants to fuck around, and that's yeah. okay. But it's they're okay, it's not all about on the same page. Expectations for the relationship, it's about individual expectations for the relationship. So Talk to each other. Let let your partner know what you expect in a relationship, and in order to be fulfilled by the relationship, this is like Cody, the life coach, not Cody. Wise words from our life coach, Cody (laughs) Marie. And on that note, you can follow the coach, the life coach, Cody Marie Stoggett, where at KMD KMD Coaching on Instagram. You can also follow him at Mr. with an H, Maurice, on Instagram. the more scandalous things. Yes, there's always a a plunging neckline happening over there. (laughs) Or no neck or no shirt at all. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And follow us, please, at Tags Podcast um, on all platforms. The after show happens and dark and dirty and everything fun for our VIP community over on our Patreon page. It's where you get some extra content for supporting Tags Podcast. You can go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex and we've got um this week's a doozy because we've got the weekly after show it's a lot more casual it's a lot of fun and cody is joining me on a dark and dirty um twice a month show and this is the the week that it comes out we're getting darker and dirtier wait I'll put on my cock ring for you. Put on your darker and dirtier <laughs> pants. Or, or better yet, don't wear anything. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, you guys. This has been so much fun. This this show yes. gets repackaged on all podcasting platforms tomorrow morning. And weigh in on what you think. Thanks, Cody Maurice. This has been so much fun. Thank Thanks, you, darling. listening audience. And continue being safe thanks greg wear your mask we're all there's a light at the end of the tunnel but keep it sexy for crying out loud we'll talk to you soon